Hello, everybody. <clears throat> Another exciting video from the Carl experience. Yes, I recorded, I had already recorded this episode uh, yesterday, filled with derision, venom, piss, and vinegar. And then directly uh, as I was letting my brain stew on it, some more information came out, which caused me to have to delete the last one, and it would, that... <laughs> <clears throat> that podcast became only slightly relevant as I've learned things out. Now, um, first of all, I want to address the fact that what what that shipwreck of a bonfire of a toxic waste uh, spillover that was Wednesday. Wednesday was a day when things could have gone much differently, much much more orderly. And it didn't. And at some point, blame has to be given. Responsibility has to be taken. And punishment has to be, uh, has to be uh, uh, handed out. Admonishment done. <clears throat> now, I would like to address those on the... <coughs> I would like to address those on the alt or far right, either or, and say that uh, um, Antifa and BLM infiltrated the uh, Trump rally, give me one moment here, who say that uh, those, these groups infiltrated the uh, rally, and there's no evidence to suggest that at all. <clears throat> In fact, the evidence actually points the other way. Social media, uh, social media from the content creators themselves points to uh, pro-Trump, radical right-wing uh, conservatives. If you want to call them conservatives at this point, my argument is: is if Trump can claim to be a conservative when he's clearly not a conservative then why can't we call the rest of these uh, alternative right-wing people uh, conservative? <coughs> <coughs> now, just so as you know, I will be talking about uh, some conservatives, uh, some conservatives today. But before that, I want to let you guys know this will be, well, obviously you're probably watching this on YouTube but I will be available. Uh, I'm I'm going to be today. I'm going to be posting on YouTube, Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, Anchor, Snapchat, Twitter, Wimkin, and Rumble. And the beautiful part about that is is that gives me plenty because when I get to Anchor, my podcast goes to like nine other podcasting sites. I'm not sure which ones anymore because <clears throat> nobody really, <clears throat> I don't have a huge uh, listening pool, but that's why I'm expanding it out today because certain things need to be pointed out. Now, for those of you who are conservative, you may be upset by the, the topics I'm going to cover today, but it's your right to be upset. It's not my right to shut up about it. <clears throat> now, um, 
I would like to point out some overly prevalatory things that seem to glisten with obviousness. <coughs> smokers, smokers cough. I need to get my lemonade. Hold on. I'll literally be off camera for one second. Yes, I found that um, the water over here where we moved to doesn't taste correct. So, water flavoring. This is pink lemonade. So, allow me to imbibe. Now, a few things I'd like to point out. Just offhand, but are actually quite central. When you watch the video, and yes, there are people who say that was Antifa and BLM infiltrating uh, a right-wing insurrectious storm of the Capitol building, and some chick got pepper sprayed and said they're storming the storming Congress. We're starting a revolution. That's not a revolution. That's insurrection. When you keep the government from doing what it's supposed to do in democratic fashion, mind you. This democratic republic we have survives on letting the natural uh, on letting everything happen naturally. Just like all the court cases and blah 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 blah. If you try to storm the place where they're doing the business at because you feel because you heard somebody say that it was done unfairly doesn't give you the right to become an insurrectionist. That means they're using you to uh, uh, bash and bully the people who are actually doing their jobs. Keeps them from doing that. That's called insurrection. <clears throat> now, I know some of you may disagree, but I'm only literally talking via, ter uh, via legalized terms. And some of you may feel that you're being oppressed and that uh, social media is becoming a left-wing liberal media shitstorm. I can't say as I fully agree or disagree. Right now I've been having a, a debate with the front porch anarchist who says that, uh, when I put out the fact that somebody said something that wasn't true and kept on pushing it, who makes... Who's, who's the bigger fool, the fool or the fools who follow the fool? <clears throat> Take that as you will. But here's a, the inherent difference is, is if you follow something that isn't true, it's patently untrue, been debunked, been, everything has been, has been proven. Everything that there that somebody says is everything that somebody says is true is actually proven false by every stretch of the imagination, except that person's delusional mind. Then, yeah, who's the bigger fool the uh, the the guy who refuses to believe that, or the people who follow the fool who believes that? And it's that's why when people are like, "Well, from my perspective, this is true," okay, but that's not context. That, that gives me context as the landscape that forms all these opinionations and this wider view. But that's one perspective. That's not true, full-blown context. <clears throat> and I went ahead and joined up on... Uh, I've, been a part of, I've been a member of Parlor and MeWe for months and months and months and months. <coughs> I was on, uh, Laura with them suggested I join Parlor, and 
an, uh, one guy and another guy. Excuse me. The owner of, a, of a, another group I belong to on Facebook suggests that I join MeWe, which I did, and I was considering closing the account. And then this crap happened, and the next thing you know, all these alt media, all these alternative uh, alt right media uh, uh, media platforms such as MeWe Parlor and Wimkin. I joined Wimkin, and the next day it, it was being it slowed down because everybody was uh, fighting all these. Sites were fighting for freedom of speech from the right. <clears throat> and, yeah, my service slowed down on MeWe, Parlor and Wimkin to pretty much a crawl. And you've got all, uh, I hear, I'm hearing constantly now, well, Donald Trump will start his own platform and start his own party, blah, blah, blah. That's what you call irrational thinking. You're so desperate for your candidate to stay relevant, that you inflame everybody else because you have to be right. <clears throat> now, as far as the storming goes, and the, the storming Congress was an act of insurrection. And if you need to, if you want me to, do you want me to go get, go get it and read you what uh, insurrection means? Give me just 30 seconds. I'll bring back a dictionary. How about that? Okay. 30 seconds and I'll be back. In fact, I'll time myself. It is, I'll leave it 50. And, okay. I'll be right back. Okay, that took about 20 seconds to get back, or 30. Okay. Give me a second to find these. so small I have to take these off to see it. Okay. Insurrection. Revolution. And it's a uh, this is saying that it's okay to Go against everything you want because you think you're right. Let me see here. Insurrection. Insurrection as defined by Oxford. Insurrection is a noun. A rebellion. Now, with 
a rebellion or a revolution, it would make, I would be totally behind this if <clears throat> it met the criterion that it is supposed to meet. And what happened Wednesday did not meet any of the little check marks for rebellion or revolution. It did not. The right wasn't being oppressed. The conservatives weren't being oppressed. The, conser uh, the right-wing conservative Republicans weren't being oppressed. Were you being, uh, were you, uh, being punished for uh, passing along patently false information? Yes. It's like when you list, uh, like when you're taking a test and they explain how they want you to explain the three states of um, water. And you say, because mama said so. That's not a fact. It's a perspective view and a sh uh, shitty research. <clears throat> the criterion for, ins uh, for a rebellion in true fashion, like true political... Uh, Rebellion is based on the fact that the system doesn't work. And the system goes against and is in the worst interest of all the people. Now, I hate to tell you this, whether, whether you want to believe it or not, because of your perspective on it. But if you really check out the, the reason for most countries having a rebellion is because of corrupt government, completely corrupt, like rigged elections, which we didn't have, <clears throat> were the government that normally reveals corrupt governments with fixed voting. And with the criterion of uh, deciding an election was rigged, we don't meet that. We do not. Our government works a certain way, and Trump was allowed... Every single legal option he did, every, he did everything, and then after losing those, still claimed <coughs> that the election was rigged. You can believe him if you want, but that actually doesn't make you a revolutionary. It makes you an insurrectionist because government still kept on working, and. Like Trump says, said that he was let down by Pence, and because Pence because Pence could not break the law, and neither could Congress. Everybody says, "Oh, they still have a chance." No, they do not. It's clearly outlined. I've 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 got a friend, Robert. He was telling me every step of the way. This is what's going to happen. This is what Republicans say is going to happen. He's listening to AON. Newsmax, every alt-right news source he could find. <clears throat> and he starts pinging all this shit up on my messenger. Yes, Robert Holly, how are you? This is about you. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I've had quite a few people prove me wrong or prove that their perspective was more enlightened than mine. I have no problem <coughs> admitting when I'm wrong or explaining that my perspective on it was inaccurate and false. I, I, I got the balls to do that. But when I'm being thrown all this information, I keep saying, no, this is the way it's going to happen. You see, you're saying 
blah, 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 leads to blah, 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 blah. And they're going to blah, 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 while that first blah, 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 blah is happening. Not legally possible. He got a little pissed off at me. He was like, well, you're not always right. But I remember the Constitution. I remember the processes which are supposed to happen here. Those processes were followed. All of the legal uh, legal remedies were taken. They failed. And all of the safeguards that Trump thought he put into place failed him because they uh, he thought they would come and rescue him instead of doing their job, their duty. They didn't fail in that respect. Trump likes to think they failed because the, he uh, Trump doesn't want loyalty to the country. He sees the office as a platform to raise himself up. He wants everybody to take a personal oath to him. You've ever watched the Comey, was it the Comey Files or whatever the hell it was that was supposed to be starring uh, Jeff Daniels as uh, uh, Comey? The very end of it <clears throat> sounds exactly what I would expect from Trump. I want your personal guarantee that I am protected. It's a personal loyalty thing. He wants personal loyalty out of people who are supposed to be acting apolitically who have a job to do at the president's whim, but the president isn't the one who gets the loyalty. The job is to be impartial and to run down the truth. Now, having said that, we had another, uh, we had a, a former service woman who was a part of this growing mob who was trying to get through the door, who had, bro um, she was trying to climb through a broken window through the barricade on the other side and was shot and killed. She was an insurrectionist, not a revolutionary. Is it a great loss for our military that somebody from their side died? Yes. At the same time, this person was a former uh, service member and a pro-Trump revolutionary, if you want to call it, since they apparently want to be called revolutionaries. They don't fit that description. <clears throat> because interrupting the process, which is supposed to take place anyway, isn't proving the government corrupt. It's proving that you happen to be a partyist and you're hyperpartisan. Anyway, we're going to veer away from that a little bit, and we're going to talk. We're uh, this is going to be. I'm going to be recording two podcasts. I'm not sure what the second one's going to be about yet, but I want to cover as much area as I can because on here on my phone, I can, I can uh, record as much as I want. If I choose to make a two hour podcast, I can, but let's get down to another divisive factor here. The right, the, cons the conservative right wing, Republican, Christian, whatever the hell you want to call it, that whole, wing of, of of Republican conservatism is claiming all this evidence and I pointed out even on Facebook many times how baseless these claims were like uh, Sean Hannity uh, uh, put something out Tucker, Tucker Carlson put some stuff out all these people that are uh, pro-Trump loyalists they um claimed that uh, uh, there was all this evidence against 
Hunter Biden and and Joe Biden, or by convicting uh, Hunter Biden, you get a hold of you, you get Joe and get shit thrown over, which didn't happen because the evidence was not there. <clears throat> Hunter Biden handed over his hard drive and said, "Here, take it." He handed over the damn thing. So all this political nonsense is beyond me. And then you've got uh, others. All these, a lot of uh, right-wing, uh, hyper-partisan commentators, I think, are maybe maybe part of the problem. While I do admit, uh, admire Ben Shapiro's enthusiasm towards certain things and his well-spoken, thoughtful address to certain things, he has, nonetheless, been... Just as much an ass as the rest of them have been. <clears throat> he thinks that uh, Palestinians are pieces of garbage. You know, he has this. He's got this very fringe thing which a lot of people have, and he pushes this anti-Muslim thing. If you're not harming me and you're not trying to uh, overthrow my government, uh, if you're not trying to uh, commit insurrection or trying to control, uh, trying to turn the laws of our country. <clears throat> and flip them towards the laws you left, well, then what do I care? Okay. And some of you will say I'm wrong because Ilmar, or Omar, Elian, Omar, whatever, said blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Now, right now, I did, I did research on the three most popular uh, conservatives... Uh, Dan Bongino, Candace Owens, and Ben Shapiro. Okay, now, I was doing research on Candace Owens, and I cannot for the life of me figure out what the hell changed in her brain. She used to be, quote-unquote, liberal to the core, and then somewhere along the lines, she flipped, I think it was 2015, 2016, she flipped from being liberal to conservative, and started becoming a pro-Trumper, and uh, all of a sudden, if you weren't on the same page as Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro and Dan Bongino, you were liberal. You couldn't have a differing opinion. Now, I get conservatives have very strong beliefs, as do I. Doesn't make them any less valid, now does it? But Candace Owens is, and I don't sound, I don't mean to sound condescending, but Candace Owens went to college she didn't graduate so I'm not gonna bang her for not gradu uh, for not exactly graduating but she learned how to talk like she's white she's now going to have she now apparently has had her child who is mixed because she married a white guy and she's not following the trajectory her path would have gone personally I think she suffered from a little bit of uh, brainwashing and rhetoric. Just my opinion. You don't have to agree with me, people. This is my perspective. I'm just trying to add context. But Candace Owens has gone full tilt pro-Trump, uh, <clears throat> right-wing conservative. And if you, uh, she's written books. Ben Shapiro's written books. Dan Bongino apparently has written a book or two. <clears throat> and these people proclaim to know what's going on. Uh, what's going to end our society. Ben Shapiro says if you have a kid before you graduate high school, let alone go to college, your life's going to be messed up. 
Okay, then tell that to all the uh, all the uh, mumble rappers who didn't finish high school, had kids, and did all that before they even started uh, uh, becoming famous. Oh, those are the exceptions to the rules. Okay, then explain all the other people who are doing just fine without a college degree, who have children, and had children out of wedlock, and they're still doing just fine. I find that assertion rather baseless. <clears throat> And, yeah, for the most part, I, I was, I, I listened to Candace Owens. The last time I listened to her, she said some pedantic, moronic, idiotic things that I didn't disagree with, but I listened. I listened the whole way out. Then I had my wife listen to it. It was like an eight-minute video. And my wife's listening, and then she's like, Something is wrong. I just don't know what it is. So I throw out my side of the of my counter argument. She's like, "Dear, you make perfect sense. Why can't she do that?" Because people who don't want to hear an opposing opinion make excuses not to hear an opposing opinion, or they're you're wrong. Well, how am I wrong? I think Candace Owens right now is suffering from a case of overprivilege. I didn't say black. I didn't say white. I just said overprivilege. <clears throat> and if you want if you want to go down the racist rabbit hole, she no longer sounds like a, a black woman. And she sounds like she's literally trying to imitate every other white chick out there. She needs to be well uh, perfectly spoken apparently or some crap, but we're not gonna go we're not gonna delve anymore any farther down that rabbit hole than we just had. Now, then there's Dan Bongino. I've listened to this guy talk, and oh my god, is he... If you like him, I respect your ability to sit down and listen to his hyperbole for as long as he throws it. This guy got his master's in psychology, which doesn't make him smart. But he knows how to use people. Now, Dan Bongino is only 46 years old. And I've heard him on his podcast. I always spent years and years and years and years and years and years in the Secret Service. And I was really close to Obama. And I was privy to all these... No, he wasn't. He was in the Secret Service. He was part of the guard that watched Obama. <clears throat> but he was no closer to anybody... Uh, uh, no closer than any other guard. And... He did. He was working on another job. He claims he was doing something else, and he only worked there for like four years. And according to the Secret Service and several other sources, which I've actually looked up, Dan Bongino is not. He's not as intimate or close to the sources he claims he is. He touts that he was very privy, he was very uh, in close, he was in on conversations that he was not. And just because he touts that, people listen to him. Like when he says he spent decades in the Secret Service. As far as I can tell, he spent from two, from what, maybe 1999, maybe? I'm not even sure it was that long. But he was only in the Secret Service until 2011, according to what I've read. 
so he did that job for maybe 10 to uh, 10, maybe 15 years. That's not decades, years and years. I can understand, but years and years and years and years, 15 years does not make a, a huge career. And Dan Bongino has very lopsided conservative views. If you choose to listen to him, you can, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not advertising this show though. I've tried listening to it and I'm like, since I'm an independent and since I like to question and research and look up things and prove what's going on, I looked up some of the crap he was claiming on one of his podcasts, and no, I don't remember which podcast it was. But he claimed all this stuff on his podcast, and I went ahead and looked it up and found out nine-tenths of what he was saying, just like Alex Jones, was false. He created a false narrative and then tells you, well, I've done my homework, and I've done it. No, you've painted a picture. You've painted a picture, and the picture isn't even of what happened. It's your perspective of what you think happened. <clears throat> That's what worries me about most conservatives, and I'm not saying that all conservatives are bad. No, I'm not. Say what the hell you want. You can say what the hell you want about me. I'm not condemning all conservatives, just like I don't condemn all I don't concern. No, I don't condemn all Republicans, just like I don't condemn all Democrats. But if they're doing something wrong, it needs to be pointed out. And with all the pro-Trump, right-wing bullshit being flung, that's why when I've heard from a lot of my friends and family members that, well, our voice isn't being heard. We want to hear more conservative. You have how many conservative Republican right-wing voices? You've got Dan Bogino, Candace, uh, Candace Owens, Ben Shapiro, Sean Hannity. The list goes on. Hell, Tucker Carlson. There's tons of right-wingers who will cover that crap and smother it like a potato. Like gravy on a potato. And yet, I get this overwhelming theme of, well, we don't hear our voice. No, you don't listen to the same people who expose or regurgitate what you want to hear. Life isn't about just hearing the opinion you want to hear all day long. And I go listen to things that are uncomfortable for me to hear, opinions I don't like. I still listen to them. I still listen to the whole damn thing. Unless it's so rabid that I can't. And trust me, you have to be pretty fucking rabid for me not to listen to it. Because you can ask you can ask my daughter, shout out to my daughter Brianna. You can say a lot of nasty shit and I'll still listen to it, but when it's dead rhetoric that's been debunked, 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 and shown to be merely fant uh, fantastical dream world shit, I'm not gonna listen to that whole whole ball of wax. <coughs> if it's at least got some fact to it, at least I'll listen to it. But if it's like President Trump's allegations of voter fraud, which was never proven, why would I listen to that? I'm not going to hear Rudy Giuliani's thing of, well, there's massive voter fraud. We have thousands of people volunteering to come forward, and, and none of it panned out at all. None of it. Not one damn shred of evidence. And when they did the recounts and recounts and recounts, kind of find out two dead people managed, uh, managed to have their votes counted. That's not widespread voter fraud, and yeah, basically the whole widespread voter fraud was proven to be bogus and a political tactic to try to flip a vote which wasn't flippable, even though the people who were in charge of the recounts were pro-Trump right-wing Republicans. 
Go figure that one out. How the hell they... You, you'd figure if the pro-Trump people... If there really was a conspiracy theorist, uh, theory or a conspiracy going on, not only would they have found it, they would have been praised by Trump. It didn't happen. <laughs> the widespread voter fraud that they sold that they sold you on was a lie. It was a sham. Just like President Trump saying that they were taking, removing the insides of the vote, uh, balloting machines, wasn't true. But because Trump says it, it gives us some legitimacy. Now here, here, uh, I I don't know if I pointed this out at all, but in context of that, Trump said there were ballots that were there were ballots for uh, thrown in the creek or some weird shit like that. And they were all marked Trump. One problem with that. I've actually seen somebody get the, one of those sample ballots wet. After it sealed everything. You know what you can't do? You can't see who they fucking voted for. Another interesting point. The only way to see what uh, how those things were marked was if you opened them. Unless you're an election official, you can, you're not allowed to open those. So whoever opened those ballots that were found in a swamp or a river or a ravine or a canal, whoever found those and reported them as being for Trump and just dumped in there because they were pro-Trump, number one, you committed mail fraud. You opened, somebody else, you opened mail that wasn't intended for you to see. <clears throat> number two... Nobody has ever, uh, I, I, I recall once seeing a location for it, but it was quickly taken down by right-wing Republicans. All of a sudden this, well, that's not where it happened. We know where it happened. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody, ever gives a, uh, nobody ever gives a genuine location. And reporters were asking. Reporters went to every, uh, every damn dump site that was being reported, and nothing was there. No evidence. Of anything, there weren't even footprints on the banks of these muddy rivers or shallows or uh, creeks or whatever. No evidence of anything ever having been done there. Not even crushed grass. But yet they were just taken from the uh, from the back of the truck and throw them in the ravine, and there's no evidence at all, miles downstream or upstream of this. I smell conspiracy theory. Do you? I do. I smell a bunch of shit. I smell a bunch of politic uh, politicized, hyperpartisan bullshit sold to you. That way, you'll believe it and feel that the, feel that your vote doesn't count, which it does and doesn't at the same time. Now, having said that, I'm sure enough of you are pissed off with me, but remember, I'm not Democrat or Republican. I'm independent, so I look at things and. I think that's going to be the end of this episode for the moment because it's 35 minutes long and I need to go to the bathroom. And I'm pretty sure you don't want to be sitting here for two minutes while I'm busy in the bathroom. So I guess I will record another session and see how that goes. So I guess I, I don't know if it's going to be a part two or not, but we'll find out. Have fun.
Alright, I'm back now. I may just come this may be a continuance. I'm considering just bridging both those both these halves together. I'm not sure how long this is gonna be. But I went ahead and looked up insurrection while I was gone, and this is what I got. <clears throat> insurrection, a violent uprising against an authority or government. Okay, but a government that was working fine until you thought it wasn't, even though you had no proof that it wasn't working proper, that it wasn't working properly? I smell a rat. Anyway, then there's people who say, well, with the votes and everything, that, you know, okay, uh, now, hear me out here. 74 million people voted for Trump, okay? He had the highest turnout in rural areas in the, in the sticks, in the country. That's where most of the votes for Trump came from. In the most densely populated areas, like the big cities, it wasn't sliding so much for Trump. That was sliding more for Biden. <clears throat> now, Trump had 74 million votes. Biden had 81 million. So now here comes the thing. Do we disenfranchise 81 million and keep the keep these uh keep the insurrectionists happy who have to have Trump in the White House for no good reason at all? Policies, whatever the hell your uh, issue is, uh, you, your issue is for backing Trump, forget it. When it comes to the popular vote, the popular vote says a lot. Now, here's here's the uh, here's the weird ticker. The popular vote, Biden got seven. What is it? Seven million more voters to vote for him, so he won the popular vote. Then the electoral college voted. And they voted, and the electoral process was 232 to 306 in favor of Joe Biden. Or no, it was 302, I think. Could have been 306, but I think it was 302. Either way, that's 70 more electoral votes. <clears throat> now, the last election cycle we had for president, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Trump won the electoral vote because of some no-faith electors. This time, during the electoral college process, everybody held their breath for the electoral pro uh, voting process, and guess what happened? People who are not officially part of the process, because the electoral voters get picked before the election. They're picked before even the <clears throat> they get picked months ahead, <clears throat> or weeks ahead, depending on your perspective. Some say months, some say weeks, I don't remember which one it is. But they get ahead, picked ahead of the vote. Then we have the popular vote. Then the electoral vote, which is supposed to divide power evenly, which is not, which doesn't really seem to work out right now. Even though I'm happy for Biden, he won. I didn't vote for him. But even if Trump had won, have been like, well, here goes another four years of this shit. I'm not a Trump fan. And it's not merely orange hair, uh, orange hair man bad. No, it's I don't like the rhetoric he spews. 
I don't like the falsehoods he uh, keeps uh, promulgating. He doesn't need to do that. And if some of you are, well, what he says is the truth. No. What he says is inflammatory to make he, uh, he, uh, he's, he's pandering to you, which makes him a pandering demagogue, which is a little redundant. But in this case, redundancy is good. Go get a dictionary and look that shit up. Serious. Look up pandering, or to pander, and demagogue. You will find them almost the exact same thing. And that's exactly what he did. He said and did what he needed to do to get you to vote for him. <coughs> I didn't buy into that crap because I looked up the stuff and none of it was true. So why would I vote for a guy who chronically lies? Now, some of you are saying, well, if you remember from my other podcasts, well, you you voted for Obama and nothing he did came true. Actually, nine-tenths of all the crap he promised, he pulled off. He actually made it happen. Nine ten, uh, more than 75% of the crap that Trump promised hasn't happened yet. He said it would happen. He said he would end Al-Qaeda and uh, ISIL, or ISIS, in the first 100 days. He was. Uh, it was beyond the first year when he claimed he defeated them. And we don't have any proof that he actually defeated them. So they may end up coming back. Then, on the other hand, on the flip side of that bitch coin, you have him stating that he would, we would build a wall and Mexico would pay for it. Then Mexico, uh, then Mexico said straight up, bitch, we ain't paying for that shit. You want it, you build it. We'll get them with tariffs. The problem is, is the people we keep tariffing keep rising their prices up. That And that price rise covers the tariff. So essentially, we're paying for the fucking ta- we're paying for the fucking uh, wall anyway. All I gotta do is raise our price up, and shit's paid for. We're paying for our own fucking wall that Trump said he would get uh, Mexico to pay for. And then, well, we've got a very great wall. He starts building it up, and people, amateur mountain climbers, we got twelve-year-old girls who are able to scale that wall in less than two minutes. So much for an unscalable wall. I'd say somebody was fucking uh, pandering to his electorate. He was pandering to all of those of you who swear by him. You may not necessarily like him personally, but you like his policies. Well, this is a policy that was garbage and floated like toxic waste on top of water. Am I backing Biden? No, I'm not backing Biden. Out of the two, I think that Joe Biden is the lesser of two evils. And I have to stick by what I said in the first place. I don't vote for evil if I can help it. So I voted for George Orgens. If in your head you think I wasted my vote, then piss off because it's my choice who I vote for. And you have no right to tell me my my vote doesn't count. It will only detract. Well, I'm sorry. I don't give a shit about the statistics of if I vote for Jill Stein or Joe Jorgensen and it takes another vote away from your preferred candidate. It's not about your preferred candidate when I vote. And those people who told me that they voted for Trump, I said thumbs up. I said, great. You voted. Not going to bash you for voting. 
I don't like who you voted for, but you voted. You did your duty. So, yeah, let's not get shit twisted into weird porcupine nettles. <coughs> but I do hate that when somebody tells me, you wasted your vote because that person will never come president. And if you go by if you go by strict counting, if you go by the popular vote, uh, Al Gore would have won back in 2000. Um, Hillary Clinton would have won the the uh, presidential race back in 2016, and now Biden has it now. Oh, we have an electoral college that balances out power? The electoral college isn't perfect. In fact, like when Republicans tried to, uh, state elected officials tried to create and this is only on the Senate side, the Republican side. I already checked on this. Republicans tried to bring an envelope full of alternate, alternative electoral college voters who weren't legally allowed to participate in this. And they wanted to get those results legitimized and added to the electoral college vote count, which they cannot legally do. Because... Here's how this whole thing works. They get picked out, blah, 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 popular vote, blah, blah, blah. And then two weeks after the popular vote, the people on the electoral college list go to where they go to vote. With the officiating people and, you know, a, a, a minimum of media coverage, okay? These people vote. They sign certified papers to... Uh, Get uh, and then put them in a box. That box is then sealed. Well, it's counted and then it's sealed inside of a wooden box, like you saw them eva- uh, like you saw them moving around, <coughs> and like they were evacuated when uh, uh, the Washington riots happened. Because those were, in fact, the first things moved before the congressmen, before anyone in Congress has moved. They moved the Electoral College votes. All those boxes that contained them, they were escorted to a safe location. Now, those functionaries, the Electoral voters and the functionaries, and what little media is going to be there, are all, they're all checkmarked while they're being, while they come in, you know, they get a, a roll call, basically. And they have a certain number of backup electoral voters in case there's an issue. Only those people are allowed in the building. They're the only ones allowed in that chamber to vote. Nothing is allowed to be added or subtracted. And I saw the video several times on several different, uh, on YouTube a bunch, and then I saw it on Facebook. I think it's the sheriff or the sheriff's officer or the police were guarding this building in Michigan or is it Wisconsin? I can't remember which one it is. And this guy in glasses says, well, I'm this duly represent a duly elected representative and blah, 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 blah. Here are, uh, these are the other electoral college votes, the alternatives. By law, they're not allowed to do that. By law, that's cut off right there. <laughs> All of the electoral college voting happens in the happens in the room where the actual people are, okay. 
and some idiot trying to come in and say these are the alternative electoral college votes. You can't pick electoral voters after the general election or the popular vote because it's illegal. You can't replace them with people who are going to vote the way you want them to vote because you can't you you can't afford a loser or else you're going to catch, catch the ire of big Cheeto head. Okay, that's not the way the system works. And if you look it up, if you look up the laws and all this crap, you'll find out I'm not lying. In fact, Ben Shapiro backed that up. Several conservative places back this up. The the ones are extreme, like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and even Trump and Pence. We're all, yeah, we'll do this. We'll do this crap and try to steal the election because what, in essence, Trump was doing was stealing the election. He was trying to steal the election back <clears throat> by rigging it up so that the border, uh, so that the fringe states were flipped for him because if you watch and pay attention to his body language and listen to his speeches. He doesn't like losers. Ergo, because of his dad, he can't be seen as a loser because then he's less than perfect. And his father was one of those assholes where you have to take all the shit and still survive and still come out looking like a man. <clears throat> and if you lose and you acknowledge losing, you're dead to him. It's all in Mary Trump's book, I'm telling you. You ought to read it. Whether or not you're... Uh, it's not really a partisan book. It's more like a um, an educated insight view into the Trump family. And yes, I do suggest you read it. I there are certain parts of that book I said, "Oh shit!" In other parts I was, damn. In other parts I was laughing at. In other parts made you want to cry because of the intercircle spectral back uh, back look. <clears throat> now, these alternative voters, they, they showed up um, behind this guy with the glasses who was stating that he, uh, he's duly elected official, that he's trying to hand these votes in. The problem is he's not allowed in. If he's not already there, he's not allowed in. Once those doors are closed, they're fucking closed. That's how this works. Nobody gets in. If, if they try to get in, the cops are allowed to arrest them. Because it would be a sedition and insurrection of a different kind. And it would be a voter tampering. <clears throat> and according to Bob Hawley, there's you another shout out, Bob. According to Bob Hawley, that's what they were planning on doing. And they said that they legally had the right to get away with it. Well, now we know for a fact that that wasn't legal. And then... There's all this crap about Pence being able to alter the electoral vote to turn down the votes. No. When they do the electoral college vote, it's a ceremonial thing. He's there to verify the... He's there to count the, ele election, uh, the electoral vote count. And that's it. Not to claim that it was a stolen election or anything like that. His job does not include that title. So for all of you who are like, well, Mike Pence could have, no, he couldn't have, not legally. Legally, he could have been sued and in, and in prison and fined. And if you really want to hear something disturbing, I'll let you know something really disturbing. And I mean fucked up. 
abnormal. The the Washington riots uh, happened. The Washington riot happened. They were storming the castle, so to speak. They were breaking in windows, doing all these things that peaceful protesters don't do. And had they been black, there would have been brain matter and blood all over the halls because they would. Uh, the police would have whipped out their fucking guns and weapons and blown their fucking brains out. I have no doubt of that. I say that with full-on conviction. If it had been uh, a bunch of BLMers and Antifa members, there would have been a lot of bloodshed. Not this trickling of blood that you people imagine is a river flowing from the halls. No. Five people died. Had that been... Had it been non-Trump supporters? There would have been a whole lot more people dead. If you say, no, that's not true... Maybe you, ought to look, maybe you ought to look at who you're backing. Your narr- uh, my narrative doesn't contain a horse in this race. Merely the fact that pissed off Trump supporters wanted to, cha- wanted, to try to ch- uh, wanted to try to create a revolution to change Congress's mind on what should happen. When all this, all this was was a ceremonial thing. Everything's already done. But yet you feel the, like the last minute you have to try to affect change in the most dastardly way possible. The most gruesome way possible. And to little effect. It did not change a fucking thing. <clears throat> now, what I want you to th- what I want you to sit and think about right now. Is the fact that we live in a country? We live in a country where the government still works. There are times where all of us question which way it works, this way or that way or the other way. We question whether it works, and we're allowed to question the government. What we're not allowed to do is, if the government's running smoothly and like it's supposed to, and exactly like it outlines in the Constitution and the amendments, if it if it if it's qualifying all of that then why are you trying to revolt against it? Why are you trying to create a revolution against a machine that works and works successfully? Well, because you don't like the outcome of the vote? We're not going to keep recounting the vote just until you get results you want. That's That's insanity. And for those of you who think I'm just being a libtard or a liberal or a Democrat... Number one, fuck you. Number two, I'm going to be keeping an eagle fucking eye on shit that happens. Because if Joe Biden's messing up, from my perspective, then I will clearly put shit into context for you. And I have no problem doing that. Like I said, I didn't lose... my, My horse already lost this race... On the day of voting, even with mail-in ballots, my candidate lost soundly. Do you hear me uh, wanting, bitching, or moaning, or fucking destroying shit because my candidate lost? No. Because I understand the numbers. And those of you who say, well, I should have voted for Trump for this or Biden for that. I'm not voting for the, I'm not voting for evil at all. My job, as I see it, is to vote in the candidate who is contains the less the least amount of evil if not no evil at all and to me i don't see any evil in joe jorgensen's 
uh, on her party. You know, I don't see her as being a danger to the country. I could see Biden or Trump being a danger to the country. That's all when people say, I need to vote this way or that way or this way or that way, blah, 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 you know, whatever. I'm sorry, I see danger on both sides. Joe Jorgensen was the only bridge there, the, the only safe path. And being nonpartisan, <clears throat> I tend to look at what everybody's, uh, what both can, what both big party candidates say, and if I don't like it, I don't vote for them. I didn't vote for either party last presidential election either, back in 2016. <clears throat> I voted for Jill Stein. Didn't bother me one damn bit. It sucks that my candidate keeps on losing, but when you've got both parties always trying to control every little fucking thing, because your side's wrong, no, your side's wrong, no, your side, and then they bash. And meanwhile, the people I'm voting for are just hanging back like, Y'all are bitches. Just keep on fighting. I'm, I'm watching Jerry Springer here. The rest of you who are being partisan and hyper-partisan at that, no, our, 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 he's better. He's got better policies because I believe that doesn't matter whether you believe in his policies or not. His policies can be trash that he just sold, sold you on. Just like with a Republican, uh, with a Republican ticket back in 2016, the candidate I wanted to see on the ballot, Ben Carson, I think it would have made it an amazing president. This year's Democratic field chopped down, was chopped down by COVID. And honestly, I was going for Buttigieg or Klobuchar. Everybody else was an old piece of shit or a rich tech person. Sorry, I can't vote for all these evils. <clears throat> I was literally Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Buttigieg, and Klobuchar were my top picks. They were the guy, if they made it through, I was okay. And then Buttigieg loses to, um, Buttigieg wins against Bernie Sanders in Vermont, where Bernie Sanders is from. Wins it and then uh, claims he lost, and then concedes the race. Why would you do that? By now he's one step closer. He's in, he's going to be at the White House cabinet, uh, Department of Transportation. It's going to be interesting. But yeah, my point is this. Every single person I will, that I judge on being clear, concise, and having a plan that actually have fucking uh, brains to do the job are all turned down in favor of a yelling, old, doddering fuck. When all these, when the Republicans are all lined up in 2016 and they're fucking battling over whatever... And Trump is being the loudest, most obnoxious person he can be towards every other candidate. Ben Carson was pointing out stuff. He was literally only working on facts. <clears throat> he was concise, sound, and he wasn't being hyper-partisan at all. Ted Cruz, on their hand, I don't even know how the fuck he ran because he's Canadian. He's Canadian-American. He dropped his Canadian uh, citizenship to run for president, which... He was born in a Canadian public hospital. He shouldn't be allowed to get a run for uh, president. Even though he represents Texas. Go figure that shit out. <clears throat> you had all these all these people were shitting on each other. But I don't see I didn't see Ben Carson as shitting on anybody. He was merely trying to get across 
what his plans were and try to explain them. And you have all these other guys, well, you can't do that. You can't do this. You know, blah, blah. And Trump is saying, you all loses. Mine plans the best. It's all lined up. Okay, where's it at? Still non-existent. I have the same problem with a lot of the Democrat uh, with a lot of the Democrats this uh, last election cycle because it was my plan works and Buttigieg and Klobuchar absolutely blew me the fuck away because her them and Tulsi Gabbard they're like you have no plan I've read your I've read what plan you have. Your plan is dependent on you passing this, 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 and this. Bullshit. What you're proposing, <clears throat> what you're honestly proposing, is for all of us to follow your plan, because your plan's the best, and it falls flat. And I, and then when they're trying, when they're trying to point out the errors, it's like, oh, your plan's no better. That's just baiting somebody into a debate for no fucking reason. I think that I think the uh, the best way to handle that would have been okay. So how is your how uh, name three points in your plan that are better than mine? Because if they can point out three things without skipping a beat, that's the candidate you want. Especially if they can convince you while pointing those three things out. Trump sure as fuck can't do that. Uh, <coughs> um, Bernie couldn't do that. Biden couldn't do that. Yeah, all these people can't do it. But yet, uh, that's why I get so... When when those of you who become very pissy get very pissy, you're like, well, my can didn't give a... They should have been... No. Your candidate lost, just like mine did. You have to learn to eat sour oats. Plates of them. Life is not easy. Not uh, Life isn't meant to hand you out anything. And unless the government perfunctatories are not doing their job, if Trump had won despite winning, despite losing the popular election and the Electoral College, if he would have still won, that would be a reason for insurrection and revolution. The votes... Added up, and for those of you who are like, well, multiple people voted for, uh, multiple people use multiple ballots. Yeah, I know. I I've seen the video too of some guy voting using five different ballots to vote for uh, Trump and or Biden. I've seen videos for both, and then if you look really carefully, they say sample, and the way the system is set up, if the same address and the same name is used. Only one of those votes goes through. Not all five. One. That's what the infer- That's what this data si- system is for. It's for tracking that crap. And for people, will, <clears throat> for people who say that it was different, that there were errors. Of course there were. But out of all these errors, how many of them were were in access of marginal errors that have happened in every fucking vote since we started? Not one, not one, not one excessive marginal error in the entire election, and then you have uh, Barr who said the election w- uh, was patently not rigged. There was 
these allegations of voter fraud and stealing the election are clearly false. The guy who was in charge of the election that Trump put in charge. These are all Trump appointees and uh, people he trusted. And as soon as the vote didn't come out his way, they're trash, they're bottom feeders, they're, uh, they were using me to get the, this election hooked up. No, they weren't. So I'm really, I, I really get tired of hearing that Trump was cheated. No, Trump wasn't cheated. Trump tried to cheat. He was that kid who tell uh, who he was that annoying kid in the back uh, or, or who's behind you who goes, hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's the answer to this question? Hey, 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 I need the answer for this question. You got it? Here, move over so I can see your answer so I can copy you. Or uh, may, uh, just answers the, te- answers the questions any way he wants to and assumes because he did so that he's an original thinker. And yes, Trump has claimed that several people who agree with him are very smart thinkers. They're not smart thinkers. He's pandering to their ego because they're inflating his ego. <clears throat> therein lies that problem encapsulated. While I feel for the family of the uh, service of the former for the retired service member who was trying to be an insurrectionist, I can't say she wasn't unjustly killed. Um for instance, these these right-wing uh, conservatives, as they call themselves, who were members of QAnon and Donald Trump supporters, <clears throat> these people claim they were treated unfairly. Okay. Um, and then people point out the Black Lives Matter demonstrations this summer. I didn't approve of the Black Lives Matter demonstrators throwing frozen water bottles and getting chemical, uh, throwing bricks and chunks of cement and all this other shit they were doing. I do not approve of that at all. That's not fucking protest. That's rioting. And for all the black people who said that was for, uh, that was, that was to, to make change happen. If you honestly have to kill people, even your own people to make that point, I'd say that point was a bit past moot. Now, here's here's another uh, shocking comparison you might not want to see, but the lady who was shot and killed in the Capitol during the riots, her death was justified given what she was doing. I know it's tragic, but that's what happens when you try to commit insurrection on a working, functioning, relevant government. Now, we take the case of George Floyd. Here's, here's where the context comes in. Because we're going to switch the perspective. She was breaking the law. She was actively committing insurrection. And all that. And then it was um, time to look at George Floyd. Yes, he was high on... Uh, um, he was high on fentanyl, so he and he was high on fentanyl, weed, and meth, and yes, in deadly amounts. He would have died in booking. Did he? Did he need his neck stomped on? 
or need on not necess not necessarily but he was going to die that day i'm not excusing the senseless way he was uh that he died but when people are like well he represents no he was a high black guy who didn't uh, who made every excuse in the book not to go with the police he was afraid of going back to prison should have gone to jail he would have died in booking that's the way that happens and then you have the people who were like well if BLM or Antifa had done that, they would have, there would have been a lot more. Yes, there would have been a lot more bloodshed. I already covered this in the last segment. But there's also a video of the, the people who are supposed to be guarding the Capitol opening gates up and letting those people, the, these rioters, through. And if you're pushing to open the doors that you're not supposed to be going through because government's doing its job illegally... If you're pushing those doors open to break this up so you can affect the vote, you've one or one, you failed. Number two, you're breaking the law. And number three, you're no longer protesting. You are, in fact, rioting. <clears throat> you're rebelling against something that's supposed to happen a certain way. It's happening that way. You're just mad at the results. And I'm going to make another... I'm probably going to make another uh, podcast tomorrow, but... Uh... I want to let your minds too on that. Uh, remember, I am now on. I will be posting this to YouTube, Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, Anchor, Snapchat, Twitter, Wibkin, and Rumble. Most of these will probably be links, but I'm going to make a concerted effort. Could, because once I get it, once I put it on, uh, once I put it on Anchor, Anchor is going to deliver to another nine platforms. If you want to bitch me out, go ahead. If you want to. Just rant to me about your uh, side of it. I don't care. I'm good. Um, if you want to like it, go ahead. Uh, YouTube's a great place to do that. Or Rumble, doesn't matter to me. <coughs> but remember, it's not, not all conservative, and it's not all radical revolutionaries. If it interferes with my ability to raise... Uh, if it... If it if it alters the way I have to raise my daughter, because all of you are being thick-headed morons, then I'm just content to vote the way I want to and not pick, not back your pony. So have fun, y'all. This I know this is a long ass episode, but and I will say I need. Uh, my daughter gave me a suggestion for a movie. I don't know what it is. Again, I'll have to contact her. Might throw in a little extra bumper here. But I just saw a trailer for a movie last night, Run, Hide, Fight. The trailer's fucking awesome looking. I suggest you go watch it. I, I'm going to find it, download it, and watch it myself. So y'all have an awesome time. Have an awesome evening. God bless if you're into the whole God thing. Love y'all. Love y'all's opinions. Let me know how this is going for you. Even if you don't like it, I still want to hear from you. And remember, I'm not necessarily a conservative and I'm, I'm an independent. I don't have a horse in this race anymore. So y'all have fun and peace out.